Movies. We all love them. Chances are you've met someone that likes movies. The communal aspect of movies is something everyone can get behind. But while we all love movies, we don't love the same movies. We can agree for the most part what objectively makes a movie good. But what about the movies that you love that aren't very good? The movies that failed at the box office, the movies that were critically savaged. It's time to throw your support behind those black sheep. It's time to tell me, why do you like it? My guest today is returning for her second episode to discuss and defend the 2004 religious satire comedy Saved, and she is Fiona Downey. Fiona, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm cold. Uh, it's mm. very cold. So uh, other than that, I'm, you know, doing as well as could possibly be reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we should we say the degrees in Fahrenheit and Celsius for everybody else's yes. benefit? Yes. Yes. Right now it is minus two degrees Fahrenheit, which is minus eighteen Celsius. And um holy shit. Holy shit. Oh. That is challenging for me to compute. I cannot fathom being anywhere that cold that is bananas to me so <laughs> well also australia is in the midst of summer right now yes uh yeah yes yeah. so we'll we'll be yeah. having um you know our late 30 early 40 degree days soon enough which i don't know what that is in fahrenheit but it's going to be hot as shit so yeah yeah that'll be around yeah 80 something fahrenheit so yeah Love it. Uh, that, love that warmth. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Okay, so saved. Saved. Said, yeah, like I was saying before we started recording, I thought I had seen this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was a massive blind spot on my part. Uh, like I was saying to you earlier, I think I possibly confused it with Mean Girls. Not that they're very clearly not the same movie, but they are high school-centric movies and do kind of, well, they both they both have their mean girls, but in they different do. Ways. That's true. Yeah. They do have a click, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a mean blonde girl. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? The Christian Jewels. Yes, Christian the Christian Jewels. Jewels. Yeah. yeah. Led by uh, a, a horrific, and by horrific I mean her character, but she is excellent playing her. Uh, Hillary Fay, played by Mandy Moore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh boy, she's something else in this movie. Uh, so she's great. She's fantastic. But she, boy, she really does. She plays the hell out of that um, that terrible, terrible human. <laughs> she really, she really does. And uh, actually, it made me wonder: Have you seen American Dreams with a Z that she's oh, also yes. in? Yes. I wondered yes. if maybe you were thinking that it might have been that movie as well, because she's also a pretty mean character in that as well, or a conniving. That's actually a good character. point. That's yeah. a good point. 
But I think I that like been confusing Mandy Moore stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's something about the 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 poster, the DVD, because I had it on DVD. Um, oh, okay. The DVD cover uh, that looks like it, it actually looks quite generic to me. In that yeah. it just it looks like it could be any old thing. So if you've seen right. the cover, you you might think that you've seen it before. But the fact that it did come out around the same time as Mean Girls, you kind of you know that was very, very popular. So it really outshined right. Right. this lesser budget, um, lesser yeah, cast, exactly. I suppose, as well. Lesser popular cast at the time. Yeah, I, I think you're right. But also it's interesting, um, you know, I knew he was in the movie, but <laughs> for some reason I thought he had a lesser role. I thought maybe he was only going to be in it like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes total, but Macaulay yeah. Culkin is also really good in this movie. He is, he's <laughs> and I know, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't act a lot anymore, mm-hmm. but when he does, I, I think like his older adult roles, I think he's quite good in them. You know, well, I can understand and, why he may not want to act. But <laughs> yeah. And, and, and yeah. I, I don't know this to be factored in any way, but I have a vague notion that this was was kind of a return role. Mm. Like he'd had a bit mm-hmm. of a gap, perhaps due to some um, addiction or something. Right. And then right. this this role, which in a way it's a bit sad then that this movie was not more popular because he yeah. does very well. And it's a yeah. great movie. He's quite good. He's quite <laughs> yeah. good. And the movie cool. overall, yes, I was, uh, like I was saying before, I was genuinely surprised. I like, see, my favorite thing about this podcast is not only getting to talk to people about movies, but people will mention movies that I've either thought I've seen or haven't seen in a while. Then I get a fresh view on them and I'm like, man, that is just such a fucking good movie. And save mm-hmm. is one of those movies. <laughs> it is. It is really good, and it's funny. I was talking to someone uh, a couple of months ago because I had watched it uh, a couple of months ago Mm. again for the first time in a while, which is why this came to mind straight away when we talked about this uh, podcast. Um, And he was really upset that he had never even heard of this movie. Like he fancied himself as a real cinephile and then did not even know that this film existed. (laughs) And I said, you know, you should really watch it. Because it's actually very good. It's a very clever, uh, good yeah, time. It is. Mm. Yeah, I really like. I really like the satire in this movie. I mm-hmm. think it's. Um, it's. It's not that it's like. Well, I guess nowadays it's kind of a. It's kind of an easy target because evangelical Christians around here are. You know, they're they're becoming more and more outlandish, and uh, at least here in the United States, they're. Um, it's, it's it's getting it's getting out of hand <laughs> but for for 2004 when this came out it's i think it was just kind of like i can look at it cuz now i think it's a sharp satire but but i imagine in 2004 it may have like really i read online where it just kind of rubbed a few christian groups the wrong way which mm. you know you could kind of see how it would because it does take some very true swipes and shots at evangelical Christianity and the hypocrisy inherent. But I don't know. It's still such a, it's still such a sharp satire in like 16 years later. And I was just like really impressed with how well, like all the things held up in this movie. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. And because I think I, I read something that the the director and co-writer 
Um, he said that nothing is made up. All of the scenarios are either things that he experienced or he's, you know, he knows that other people have experienced. So yeah, there's no fallacies in terms of the critique of the, um, well, I think it's meant to be Presbyterian, I think. Uh, but I don't really know the yeah. difference between Christian faith anyway, so or Catholic faith. So to me it's all the same. To be honest, neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, it does a good job of I mean, I just thought I I guess I I feel like I said this last time with Trip Beverly Hills as well, but there's just so many funny little quips throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things was the fact that her mother was recently named, um, what was it? It was like um, best number one Christian yes. interior decorator <laughs> for the county or something like that, or for the region. Yes. I was like, yes. that, that really got me. And it's so mundane and it said, you know, in passing. And it's just, I, yeah, I love that line. And yeah, and it's great because little details like that speak volumes about her character. It's just like, wow, this is, yep. <laughs> yeah, it sets the scene so well. Yeah, it's cool. It really does. And uh, I just think it's um, because, you know, kind of jumping into the plot a little bit. So Jenna Malone, who plays Mary, her boyfriend, you know, comes out to her. But obviously in evangelical Christian world, that just means that, you know, he needs to be uh, cured. and Mm. so they have sex and she's pregnant and voila he's still gay so (laughs) um, it was still gay when they had sex not even when they uh, got the baby as well um i also just think before we move on that the way that he tells her that he's gay or he thinks that he's gay that where they're they but they both go under the water and tell each other their secrets underwater i just thought that's I've I've never done that. I've, I mean, I know that I've you know you try to talk to each other under the water, sure. but this way of sharing secrets—it's kind of yeah. like this very uh, complicated way, but also very fun. I I think that that's really um, a lovely yeah. little touch too, and it kind of I guess mm, the fact that that's what they did with their summer and that's what their relationship was was a like uh, you know telling each other their secrets underwater just kind of paints that wholesome, very yeah. boring. Um, yeah, indoctrined lifestyle that they lead together. Yeah, exactly. And just like their, <laughs> just uh, their clothing, their clothing, yeah. just the plain tan, like yeah. uh, powdered blue, light blue, just everything. Just even the van that Mandy Moore drives. Yes, I realize it's also for her brother, who's a paraplegic. I was say, you're very, being very <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> to criticize the van. <laughs> I'm more criticizing just the fact that it's just a tan-colored van. <laughs> you know, how true. dare she get a van for her brother who's differently able? <laughs> Even that, like, the fact that, so, yeah, he's, um, oh, there's a term that she uses, I can't remember. Well, I think it is differently able. But um, uh, just the way that they, that they navigate that, relationship where she's she's this wonderful christian and she doesn't get a i can't remember what's what kind of car she would prefer but she gets the van oh, so she that. can drive him around oh you remember it was a lexus something and she was like i even yeah. uh she's like and i even prayed for a uh lexus something it was something 
<laughs> and instead she gets the van. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's, there's little things like that where it's she's this great Christian and she's fighting for the Lord but then also is just an, a, a really snarky bitch about her brother's um, yeah. uh, less able Ness. There's some phrase yeah. I can't remember. She says it in a really. I think, I think she. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I, because I think she gets mad at him and says, "Don't. Why or why do you have to make everyone feel? It's yes. Yeah. yeah why do you make it. everyone feel so awkward about your differently abledness? Yeah, or that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love speaking so, of his differently abledness when he goes as a roller skate to uh, Halloween. I think that oh, that's yeah. very, very, very funny. There's just that's so a, many things that are funny. Yeah, that's an incredibly that's a that's an incredible costume, regardless. But yes, true. Can, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, everything's kind of um, there's kind of like a whole, I guess you could say, wrench thrown into the works when the uh, rebellious. Jewish girl Cassandra Jewish. shows up, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, and they call her a Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> She's a heathen, yeah, yeah that exactly. needs to be saved. Yes, and she, you know, and she does all the bad girl stuff like smoke and cuss. <laughs> and <laughs> she has spiky and- hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's got like eyeliner. Oh no, she's very rebellious. <laughs> and of course, Roland Macaulay Culkin is instantly smitten. And you know, I mean, why wouldn't he be? You know, you're at a yeah. you're at a school with uh, with nothing but you know Christian leaning, all this other stuff, and then this this cool girl shows up, and you're like. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, they also kind of, well, Hilary Faye in particular, Mandy Moore's character, but like the, he receives a lot of condescension uh, mm. due to being in a wheelchair and mm-hmm. um, she's kind of the only person that doesn't treat him like he's less yeah. than, which they have a very great moment about that in the latter of the movie where she cracks the shits and leaves him. So he's stranded and then he has to make his way home by himself, which he's never done before. And and they mm-hmm. have a conversation about the fact that, what what does he say, that, that you know, he used to rely on his sister and now is right. he relying on her, but no, he just likes right. her. And she's like, well, yeah, I like you. And it's just it's very nice because it is very nice. It's respectful. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 nice to see like because you know a lot of times in movie in like comedies especially like disabled people are you know comedy fodder mm. and it's nice that this movie not necessarily like treated him as like just this revered person but just kind of treated him as a person you know mm. like. Like you said, like just the idea of going as a roller skate is just a great like <laughs> having a sense of humor about your plight. And but also it's just the movie doesn't make him the butt of jokes. And no. I I mean it only makes him the butt of jokes in regards to Hillary Faye, but that's just to show that she, you know, just yeah. sucks. Well, she she's the butt of the joke when she's making yeah. jokes about him. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So when you when you decided to do this movie, to talk about this movie, was there something, was there something specific that you loved about this movie? Like, would you say like the satire was what really got you for this movie? Or were you just like, this is a great movie. It's super entertaining. Well, great I cast. mean, well, yeah, great cast. Absolutely. I, I do love, I do love uh, a lot of zingy one-liners, which this mm-hmm. has 
a lot of them, which mm-hmm. I find very pleasant. Um, but I think that it's just the, the satire is just, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's subtle. I guess that's part of it too, it, but mm-hmm. it's very clever. And it, I guess that because of the fact that it's about religion, um, but also these other kind of themes around homosexuality and mm, yeah. um, disability and even elements of, you know, fat phobia or fat shaming or what have you. Sure, um, right. And, uh, and teen pregnancy, it sort of deals with all of these little themes in, it, it, it doesn't really seem to be making fun of serious things at all. It's, uh, right. it's mostly making fun of religion, which is fine by me, um, especially because in this context, it's it's religion's ver- various intolerances, which are damaging to people. So, but it, yeah. it, it doesn't do it in a way, it also doesn't, you know, mock the, the religious aspects in grand ways. It does it in a very clever way, um, in, in a in a way that you can't really poke holes at because it's all real. It's all real yeah, ways. Yeah, no, that, exa- exactly. That they exactly. Function. I yeah. mean, yeah, this is still like this is still all these things are still things that evangelical mm. Christians do. Like, there's still, um, there's still like camps, conversion like therapy, they, yeah. yeah, conversion therapy and stuff like, and like it, it's it's still a thing it's not it, it it has not changed at all in 16 years in fact it's like i said earlier it's gotten in a lot of places in this country it's gotten a lot worse you know mm-hmm. so it's i will have to i agree with you on that like i think what you said was uh very true i think the fact that the satire is very it's not a sledgehammer like some movies you know you it's obvious what they're going after, what they're making fun of. But this, it's, yes, it is a religious satire, but there are so many different aspects, like you said, that are, it's just a funny comedy also. It's not like, it's a good, it's actually, it's a good teen comedy too. Like it follows a lot of like teen movie tropes, but it's also super clever in like what it's actually satirizing. And I just really appreciated that about it. Hmm. Like and I said, good... I was just like I was just upset that I had not seen it before. I but, know. I'm surprised yeah. and I'm a bit disappointed in you, to be fair, but that's okay. We've remedied <laughs> it in the yeah, in fair. the year twenty twenty. Um but that's interesting that you say as well about it being because yeah, it is it is a teen comedy, and that's probably the major reason why most people haven't seen it is because it's a teen comedy two thousand and four mm-hmm. alongside Mean Girls. Like no one's going sure. to uh, divert from Tina Fey's glory with uh, this one, um, but uh, the, the thing that I, uh, upon my uh, latest rewatch, were that I was annoyed by is that teen comedy, uh, teen movie trope where uh, Dean goes off for his conver- conversion therapy. I suppose mm-hmm. you'd call it that at um, Mercy House, and what's his name? Uh, Pastor Skip's son with the moped. Oh, um- um. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, 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 Patrick. Patrick. Patrick yes. arrives, and she's just like, "Oh, damn!" Like <laughs> she's just straight away into him, and of course, yeah. he's into her because she's the main character. And I was just yeah. like, "Oh, god, this crap again." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was absolutely just like immediate. Like yeah. she's. 
Yeah, she goes to pick him up for school. Yes. His parents say, We found this gay pornographic magazine, and he's gone to Mercy House. She goes to school. Patrick arrives on his skateboard immediately. And then she's all like, of the span, oh. Yeah, all in the span of 30 minutes, possibly. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like, Wow. Dean who immediately? Come on. I mean, <laughs> you just went through all this shit with your boyfriend and then, you know, once again, cool guy comes in and yes, mm-hmm. you are right. It's very, very teen movie trope to just immediately, oh, okay. Well, who cares now? This guy's here. <laughs> yeah. But then I, I also think it's kind of cool the way that they play up on, almost playing up on that notion because Patrick arrives, he's skateboarding in the hallway, pulls up and <laughs> walks into the classroom and then gets introduced as he's just been on, uh, been with his mother doing missionary work and also mm-hmm. on a world tour with the Christian Skateboarding Association. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that detail. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. It's it's a very oh, grand, no, like, merging of absurdity. I love it. Yeah, that's – and. Yeah, excellent, excellent word usage because I love – I think what I like the most about this movie is the fact that somebody would watch this and think like, okay, well, that's just absurd. But it isn't. If you know – if you have if you have any – like I, for instance, uh, when I was in high school, I went to school with a number of very just ultra-religious ultra-relig- people like this. The school wasn't like a, a Christian school, but there were – certain groups that behaved this way, like very, very judgmental and stuff. And I would think it was funny if anybody would like look at the details of this movie and be like, okay, that's, that's absurd. That's not real. And it is, Uh, (laughs) it's very, it's very real. And the fact that the fact that something as insane as Christian skateboarding like (laughs) competition, but there are, there is shit like that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it can't be that important, though, if, you know, if I haven't heard about it before, you know, outside of outside of the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, surely Tony yeah. Hawk's done some cross-sponsorship or something at some point, but no. So maybe yeah. they're real low-key. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they are. <laughs> maybe they're just touring, uh, you know, religious high school car parks or something like that when they're on their world they- tour. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it can, and it's probably not international at all. It's probably just like North America. So, you know. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If we're not if we're not going to Australia and New Zealand, you know, how can we consider <laughs> ourselves international? <laughs> I mean, that's a good point actually when especially back then, if there was a world tour and mm. anyone even made it to Australia, that really only meant Melbourne and Sydney anyway. So, you're not really getting all around this big country of ours all the way over here. Yes, this giant country of yours. It is a deceptively large country. <laughs> yeah, big. But uh, actually, uh, the next question I wanted to ask you was, uh, did you see this movie when it came out in 2004? Or was it like a recent thing? Or, well, relatively recent thing for you. Oh, no, no. I I, I mean, I again, I don't recall. I definitely didn't see it at the cinema. And, and I, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it probably didn't have a long run. Um, but I'm not even sure I saw Mean Girl at the cinema. But Mean Girls at the cinema. But, um, yeah, I've had it on DVD for, 
what year are we in? So probably about 15 years, <laughs> I guess, maybe. Okay. It came out in 2004. Okay. I've had it on DVD for quite some time. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been watching it for a, for a while now, as in to the point where I've watched the special features on the DVD because oh, okay. Okay. you know that's what you used to do when you yeah, got DVD exactly. in the past. Remember that's what that? you loved about getting DVDs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best part of getting DVDs is like, oh, the special features. Yeah, what there's yeah. a commentary. What yeah. there's interviews. Cool. <laughs> yeah, bloopers. Are there bloopers? That's the best part. Oh yeah, can't wait for that gag reel. Because mm. <laughs> um, uh, the the special features is where I learned that Michael Stipe, the singer from REM, is one of the producers on the film too, which kind oh, wow, of I didn't even know that. Gives it a bit more clout in terms of its, uh, I don't know, uh, critique of the, yeah. tre- the treatment of uh, religious organizations for homosexual youth, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing, the other thing that I really, really, really appreciate about this movie is the fact that the cast is like. <sighs> I would not cast anyone else differently in this movie. And it seems like strange to say like, well, anybody could have played like Macaulay Culkin's part, but no, it's like, it's like, there's a special kind of, there's a special kind of, I don't know. I don't even know what the phrase I'm looking for is, but the fact what you see Macaulay Culkin cast as a paraplegic and the fact that he's just so, he's just so snarky but you're thinking like oh that's freaking kevin McAllister." <laughs> but he is just this like I, he's not even really a moody teenager for the fact that no. he's a paraplegic no. but he's, he's very just nonchalant. exactly yeah, there you go that's that's what i'm thinking of he's such a nonchalant just like presence like mm. around all of this just outrageous christian absurdity around him it's just nice to see like holy shit macaulay culkin the guy can act (laughs) he's more than just McAllister. (laughs) yeah that that's a good point that is a good thing although i mean have you seen the good son because he's not kevin McAllister in the good son (laughs) yeah that is a fair point very fair point i haven't seen that for a long time either maybe it is just kevin McAllister being mean oh no he's 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 terrible in that movie but um, macaulay culkin is not terrible he's a bad person in that movie but Mm -hmm. it's like i think about like you know mandy moore being cast in this movie is Mm. she's perfect well Uh, it was um it was meant to be anne hathaway and then Oh, okay. She had to go do something else, apparently. Maybe okay. Princess Diaries too. Oh no, it was Ella Enchanted, which in my opinion is a pretty crappy movie. So she she um she made the wrong choice. But also I I don't think Anne Hathaway would have been any good at it, whereas Mandy Moore is no. impeccable as Hilary Faye. She's yeah. she's a massive bitch. Yeah, she's incredible. And yeah. I, I'm just thinking I'm thinking back to the scene at the um gun range between her and Mary. And yeah. it's just it's just such a perfect encapsulation of her character. <laughs> just the way <laughs> just the way she's handling and firing the gun, the shit she's talking about, the way she is it's outstanding. And just mm. the way she plays it is so the way she plays it just so straightforward and not like 
and she's not like trying to be <sighs> funny or obvious. She's just like, I was just watching that, like, oh my God, this is like, <laughs> she is just is so spot on. She's 100% <laughs> certain about every element of the way that she sees her faith. It's actually yes. quite impressive that she's yes. so confident. But I really like that scene. Uh, it's um, like alongside, because in that scene when she is talking about how if uh, she gets raped, then God will uh, reinstate her virginity, her spiritual virginity, because that's important. And then <laughs> there's the the later scene where they're having, you know, state mandated sex education, and Pastor Skip is like, uh, God doesn't like sex before marriage. Don't do it. Right. And uh, and then Mary pipes up and she says, Oh, but is there any reason? that he might want us to have sex before marriage. And Hilary Faye laughs and she's like, no, no, of course not. What? That's ridiculous. And it's like, but you have this, you have this variation of the virginity rule for yourself for this yes, other thing. Yes, yeah. Why can't Mary? Well, obviously we don't, we don't need homosexuality to be saved by sleeping with a, right. a woman. But do you know what I yeah. mean? Like that, that right. flexibility exactly. that works for your scenario, but not someone else's and I also really find the fact that Mary even I mean to be fair Jesus did visit Mary in a vision and tell her to fix Dean but uh just that that naivety really that she thinks that she Mm. can fix that problem is uh well what is that it's quite sad but also that doesn't seem limited to religious teenagers. That's kids are, people are stupid. So why can't teenagers be stupid, you know? But the fact uh, you, you bring up a very good point, like uh, Hillary Faye's like hypocritic, like hypocritical views, like the way, like you said, her, it's the movie is great at like showcasing how, she, well, and to be fair, like a lot of Christians, that's the problem with a lot of organized religion, but how there's a hypocritical set of values that you only apply, like you pick and choose when you're applying these values. And it's just, ah, it's just such a good, such good satire. Just such, such good stuff. It's so nice. It's so good. So funny. Such that's a good thing. movie. Yeah. Cause it's, 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 it's good. It's nice in its resolutions. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that we have um, Mary and what's her name? Cassandra and Roland mm-hmm. really being the good Christians in, mm-hmm. in the whole story. Um, but then also the fact that, you know, they're, um, they're, I've lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's Who quite knows? all right. Who knows where I was going with that? <laughs> <laughs> it was really important. <laughs> well, yeah, I could tell, I could tell by the look on your face. It was like <laughs> you were, you were digging for something there. <laughs> and now it's just gone. Who knows what it was? Well, I yes, it either way, everything you've said about this movie is very true. Like I find it's just it's tough. It's tough when you know that like organized religion has such has issues like this, but 
imagine like a devout evangelical like seeing this movie and not even realizing that like hey um you you <laughs> you should pay attention to this and like just thinking like oh that's ridiculous like wow this movie is and it's like no it's not it's not ridiculous to those outside of evangelicalism to notice that hey you all are this outlandish like maybe maybe change a little bit like mm-hmm. you are it, it, it's a it's just a real it's a real shame that like movies this well-made and sharp in their satire would probably fall on like deaf ears or like mm. just willful blindness of the people that it probably should be affecting the most, you know? Well, that, that's a, that's a kind of interesting parallel to when, when, you know, the, the director and co-writer guy said that this is all the things are based on real experiences that he's had or mm-hmm. people he knows has, have had. Um, which I thought was an interesting parallel to the fact that Margaret Atwood with The Handmaid's Tale uh, was like, all of this stuff is, nothing is fiction in terms of the scenarios that happen, but you you still kind of get that, oh, but this, this this isn't real, this doesn't happen, and it's like, well, in isolation, each thing has happened in some capacity to some people. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe it is aggrandizing it by putting it all together in one neat little package. But also, I don't know, for people that have experienced one or multiple of the things that happen in this film or in Handmaid's Tale or what have you, then uh, the reality of the entire picture being true is not so hard to believe as well. Exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, it's can be, you know, understandably quite harrowing, but we get to laugh at it. So <laughs> it's nice in this movie. So that's pretty good. It is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have a favorite scene in this movie? Oh, I forgot that you would ask me that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me think. Uh, I think that I really like... <laughs> I do really like when um, Pastor Skip is uh, goes up to Hillary Fay and is like, "Hey, um, Mary's not doing too good. Maybe you need to like help her." And then so they go and try to perform an exorcism on her. They like try to ca- kidnap yeah. her in the van and do an exorcism. I just think that that's like that interpretation of uh, how you could help your friend. Uh, by <laughs> kidnapping them violently and then trying to exercise demons from their body um, yeah. is pretty pretty great. Uh, um, yeah, I don't I don't know that I really have. I mean, I think a lot of my favorite scenes are, like I said earlier, the the one between Roland and Cassandra when they just have mm. that nice conversation about yeah. why they like each other. That's very nice. That's not particularly funny or anything, but it's but it's pretty good. Um, and then I also really like this bit when, um, when they find out <laughs> when they find out that Mary's pregnant and she's in the sick bay, and they're like so. You thought that you had sex with him that would help him. But then, um, which is great in itself, she's just like, yeah. Um, yeah. But then when they um, – oh, I have so – actually, I have multiple favorite bits. I'm going to tell you them all. That bit, they, they leave the room and Pastor Skip's like, we're blind because they're having uh, relations, him and uh-huh. uh, him right. and her mother, Mary's mother. Yes. And yes. he says, how did you not notice? Because obviously babies grow in 
women's stomach largely. And she says something like, I thought she was just comfort eating. I didn't want to give her a complex. <laughs> and I just think that's so nice. Like what a great, like what a terrible mother for not noticing that her daughter is pregnant, but also she didn't want to, you know, she didn't want to make yeah, her feel bad about putting on some weight because exactly. that's fine too. So exactly. that's very cute. The other bit that I really like is at the start when <laughs> when Dean tells Mary that uh, he thinks he's gay and so they spend all summer trying to stop him from being gay and <laughs> at one point she like holds his hand on her tiny little breast and she's like, okay, and then – She's like, anything? And he says no, because apparently touching her boob is meant to make him uh, stop liking men. Yeah, and then she, yeah. Yeah, then she puts his other hand on her other boob, and then he just is like, are you <laughs> sure this is not a sin? <laughs> I also think that uh, one of the cool things about it being 2004 movie is that uh, he's got he's got a Porno magazine. A magazine, yes. A magazine. A magazine. <laughs> yes. And that's how he's discovered by his parents. And the fact that the dad holds it up at the door to tell I Mary know, about like, it. We found this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Being just like completely blood about it. This is what we found. A magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had to show the magazine. They they couldn't have just said the words. Yeah, they couldn't have. They couldn't have just been like <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, I would say that my seat, my favorite scene is just I mentioned it before, but just Mandy Moore at the gun range is just I don't know. I just think it's incredible. Just her little her little speech. I just I love it. I just I love the way she plays it. I love I love Roland, just the little touch of Roland behind her just going like because <laughs> he's got, got the earmuffs on, on, yeah. 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 And just the fact that little touch <laughs> just like oh i know what my sister's saying but i still need to hear this absurd shit yep. mm-hmm. it is, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh fiona thank you so much for uh coming back but also thank you for introducing me to this movie that i somehow missed you know we talked before about troop beverly hills and how it's just a classic but Shelley Long has a lot to do with it being a classic, but this mm-hmm. movie all around is just like well-made, great satire. Yeah. Certain people should probably watch this movie. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it's just, yeah, it's just a great little, it's just a great little, I would say probably with a lot of people, undiscovered gem. Yeah. Well, which is in line with the crystal, uh, with the, what is it? The Christian jewels. Christian jewels, yeah. It's an undiscovered Christian jewel. But um, like I said to you before as well, that yeah, I, I can I can understand why people might not watch True Beverly Hills, you know, or might not like it the way that I like it. But this one I do think you're right. I think it's uh very underrated and yeah. should be enjoyed. And I it still holds up, agree. I think. Oh yeah, sixteen years, years later, later, it's still yeah, yeah. It's still a great, still a great satire. Still, just no, no different. Not well, a few things have changed, but not many. Not many. So, There's no yeah. mobile phones in it at all. That's uh, yeah, that's curious. It is. 
maybe that it helps is. to not date it though, you know, because we're not seeing little picks or Nokia's or anything. That's a really good point. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> that, that, that one seemed to really throw you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was. Well, I was just thinking. I was thinking about it. Like, what did I wonder if this movie was meant to take place even earlier than 2004 in the movie world? Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's the only reason that threw me. Is I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe this. Yeah, that's a good point. No cellular yeah. devices. Yeah. Wow, you, re- you really broke. <laughs> <laughs> you really broke me there at the end, Fiona. I did. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> well, thank you for coming back. No worries. Thanks for having me. I love talking yeah. about movies. It's great. It's yeah. great. They're just. They're such. They're. They're such a gift. Well, and and they they are, and also I think that this movie is a real gift. It's the reason why I rewatched it a couple of months ago, and then happily watched it again before our conversation. Because um, during this odd time that we're living globally, I just I like nice things that make me laugh, and yeah, exactly. This really does that. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Well, thank you very much, Fiona. Thank you.